I Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Help I Suck at Dating. It's me, your fellow Canadian and single Actually, single Canadian. Vanessa, I'm joined in studio by myself. Actually, Easton and Mark are in today. Um, I don't even know where Jared and Dean are. Well, Dean said he was in Mexico. He's a world traveler lately. Yeah, he's been traveling quite a bit. I think he's going with Courtney, and I thought Courtney was a female, but it's Courtney from... Oh, Bash Australia. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I love him. He's he a was, nice guy. And he's I, I like cool. Instagram stalked him. I'm like, oh, he's cute. And? Uh, that was it. I just, I Instagram stalked him. You didn't accidentally like any pictures or anything? No, or no, no, leave no, no. Any He's single. No, no, because actually what I want to talk about today, um, we have a quite, we have a few guests coming in, um, and I teased it in the last episode talking about how I had a date on, uh, at Jess and, and Cody's wedding. Um, I thought I was actually the only single person, I was a bridesmaid, I thought I was the only single person um, in her wedding party, she was like, no, I think everyone else is single. Because I was like, okay, if not, this would be pathetic. I had to walk her dog down the aisle. Oh, my gosh. Which is so funny because as soon as I started walking the dog down the aisle, the caller, he, like, was so petrified. He managed to get away from, his, like, his collar just popped out, and he started running. Oh, no. So I had to chase him down. Yeah, I had to chase is him down. Is this your fault? No, definitely not my fault. Seems no, like, no, no, no. Seems like, like you had one job. No. <laughs> I can never keep them, guys. They just run away from me. <laughs> so that was my date to the wedding. It Aww. wasn't anything spectacular. So you haven't dog, kissed no. a boy recently. I actually did kiss a boy recently. So I was casually dating someone over the summer. Um, and this recently ended not long ago. I would say maybe a week ago. This is up in um, Montreal? This is, uh, I was dating someone that I met in Montreal. He wasn't from Montreal. Okay. But we decided to end things. I kind of knew, and I want to get into it today. We actually have Elle from Men coming in, which is, she's. I think this is the third time she's going to be doing the podcast with with us. Um, and I want to talk about getting over someone. And I think I tend to, instead of focusing on what did I learn about this breakup, I focus on like how could I have done things better or um, what did I do to... Um, you know, what did I do so that the relationship fizzled? Well, you, you try to find a way to blame yourself. I try to find, yeah. And yeah. Are you, so this was hard for you? Because no, it sounded casual. You made it sound real casual. It was, it was, I, I think it's just like another one, you know? Was it an ugly ending or did it just fizzle? No, it was, it just fizzled. It wasn't an ugly ending And you didn't at want all. it to fizzle. You were fighting the fizzle? I was fighting the fizzle. I, I, I don't even know why. I think it was my ego. And I, th- I have to like, yeah, I have to learn how to... Um, train my brain so what happens is i think i tend to i'm very black and white so the areas of gray for me are very uncomfortable and when i'm when there's a high it's like yeah the high is so good but then the low is so low and i'm like why why am i upset i knew this person wasn't someone i was gonna end up with or i couldn't picture him being like the father of my kids um, and I, I, I think it's just like the ego comes into play. Right. It should have and been I your think, decision. Right. And it kind of was at first. And then like the ball was in his court. And I and I want to be open and I want to talk about this. Of course, this is a dating podcast. But I, you know, I like listening to other people's experiences and learning through their experiences. So that's why I want to be open about, you know, even if it was something casual, I still want to be able, be able to talk about, you know, it hurts. It sucks. It's a 
It's a bitch. In a perfect world, would you have broken it off and he would be begging you to come back? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but that's not the case. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you try to get it going again? Or no, he no. Rejected you? You just let no, it. No. I just yeah, and and it, it's like. I'm trying to understand, like, I think it's the power of manifestation, right? Um, do you know Abraham Hicks? No. So Abraham Hicks is, I think, is the person behind The Secret, the book The Secret. And I've been listening to, actually, Amy sent me, send me some of her mm -hmm. videos, and I've been listening to some of her videos. And basically, I think I've been manifesting these men that are afraid of commitment. And deep down... I don't think I'm at a point where I'm actually ready to find someone who wants to settle down and have kids and, and all of that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You're not ready, so you're not manifesting right. men who are ready for right. that. Right. And okay. I think the universe responds to what you want. And if you don't know what you want, the universe is going to send you all these different signs for you to pick from. But they're, they're like just like whatever. They're not, it, they're not specific to what you want. And I think that's what's been happening. Because I have, I have friends who are like, oh, my God, I know this guy. He's perfect. He wants to settle down. He wants to have kids. He wants to get married. And I'm like, <laughs> find me the guy who doesn't, and I want to turn him into that guy. But that's interesting. That so how crazy? do you get to that point in your life, though? If you're not there now, how do you get there? Um, I Just, guess that's why we're going to have... These people coming and and calling in today to help me out. Do you think it's a professional help issue or is it just a patience issue? No, I think it's a patience issue. I think it's also uh, you have this idea when you're younger, right? Um, and I come from a very traditional Italian family, and I think at some point I I thought I wanted exactly what my Italian traditional family had. Like you you go to school, you get your degree, you find someone, you get married, you have kids. I ended up on the bachelor. Like that's so far off from what my family would have expected from me. Um, so I think I'm at a stage right now where I'm, I just turned 31. So of course there's that pressure of, I want kids. Like I've been wanting kids ever since I was a kid, ever since I was a kid myself. So I think it's, it's, it's a mix of getting older and realizing, okay, well, I'm also in an era where there's so many options out there for other men and for women as well. Um, and, Finding exactly what it is that I want. What kind of lifestyle mm -hmm. do I want? What kind of family do I want? What kind of, um, you know, career do I envision myself having? I was also the type of girlfriend that would drop everything for the guy I was dating and just be their cheerleader all the time. And I want to find someone who's going to root for me and and want me to succeed just as much as they're succeeding. So it's finding that balance. There's a chicken or egg component here. Like you haven't found the right guy because you think you're not ready. But also, if you found the right guy, would you become ready at that point? Yes. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. If you've met a guy, oh, this is the guy. I could raise kids with this guy. This mm -hmm. guy's everything I'm looking for. Suddenly, I'm ready to settle down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually, you know what? I take that word back. I don't like the word settling down because I feel like it, there's a negative connotation to it. I, I want to be able to, you know, I think deep down, were you guys afraid of commitment before... Finding your... Yes, and yeah. that's, that's kind of what I'm saying, is with the wrong people, I was afraid yeah. of commitment. Yeah. With a number of different women that was going in that direction, I was like, you know, this isn't for me, I got to get out of this. Even though it's going great, I got to get out because this isn't the one for me. Mm -hmm. But with Amy, my wife, that all went out the window. Yeah. Interesting. I, I was the same way. In fact, I didn't even believe in the idea of marriage. My, my parents are what? divorced. Oh, mine too. I, yeah, and I was like, 
uh, this isn't for humans. Like people aren't supposed to get married and be with one person forever. You know, this is, this isn't going to work for me. I'll just do whatever. And then, um, I met, uh, Allison and I saw how well life could work with someone you were compatible with and that supports you and helps you grow in such a way. And, uh, now I have a ring on my finger and I'm very staunchly believe in marriage. So there it is. There, there you go. Case closed. So is finding the one. Finding, finding the right the one. one changes everything. Uh, Vanessa. The, yes. Would you ever have kids uh, on your own? Oh, I'm going to start crying. Actually, that just triggered me. That sounds like a, not your first choice. Oh. <laughs> and we had this conversation. Um, it was a, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I actually woke up crying this morning. I'm such a baby. <laughs> um. I think, um, damn it, and my makeup was so good this morning, too. <laughs> I think, you know, people ask me, what do you aspire to be? Um, and they think I'm going to say something, they think I'm going to say something career-wise, but for me, it's, I've always wanted to be a mom. And I think um, when you're, you want something so badly, you're afraid that it's just not going to happen for you. And so I'm trying to suppress that feeling and trying to focus on other things so that I don't, um, I guess I don't put expectations, right, on the idea of finding that person to have that family with. What if instead of trying to suppress it, you surrender it? You turn it over to the universe or God or fate or whatever, because I think sometimes when you bury it, bury it. No, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about something else. It makes it more powerful. And if you let it go, all that emotion mm -hmm. ease a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because when I'm, I'm, I'm either single, perpetually single, like I'm not talking to anyone, or if I have a little bit of interest in someone, all my attention goes to them. And I think that's what I've been doing wrong instead of, being able to date multiple people at the same time to kind of put the pressure off of one specific person that you're really into. I, I focus on that relationship. And then when that doesn't work out, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Cause it's like, Oh, like here we go again, you know, back to square one, but back to your question mark. Um, yeah. Which, and I've, I apologize for, yeah. And I'm going to start cry. crying about it again, but absolutely. Like that's what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't, I've had that discussion with myself and with my friends and my family about freezing my eggs. And, you know, I actually have a friend who's in her 40s and she, she's like the one piece of advice that I can give you um, is freeze your eggs because you just don't know when you will find that person or you might not find that person at the specific time that you want to find them to have kids. You know, that's some, a conversation that women have to have with ourselves. And um, she froze her eggs later on in life. So I think, that, I don't know how the process works exactly. But anyways, it's harder for her now to to um, to have a baby. But she she encouraged it. So definitely a conversation I'm having with myself. Well, I think you're going to be a great mom. Thank you. I'm, I'm I, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I was actually with, um, I went on Dancing with the Stars last night to see Joe and Jordan perform. And um, Kendall and Kylie were there. So uh, uh, Kendall's twin sister. 
and we were talking. They're, they're twins, and my publicist is uh, she has twin boys as well. N- not the Jenner sisters, yeah. Kendall. No, 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 not the Jenner Kendall sisters. Long from the Bachelor, right? Yeah. And actually, it's just so funny. So it's Kylie, Kendall, and their brother is Robert. Wow. Like the, like the Kardashians. Wow. So she took out this thing, and it's a pen. I don't know what it's called. Pendulum. Pendulum. Yeah. Pendulum, sure. Yeah. So she's like, "Let me see how many babies you're gonna have." Oh, wow. And I literally just froze and almost started crying. So I'm like, "If that thing doesn't fucking move, <laughs> I'm gonna have a panic attack." <laughs> so it did, and it was boy, girl, boy. So apparently, I'm gonna have three babies. Excellent. Well, yes. There you go. What are you, what are you worried about? <laughs> Okay, so before we go any further, um, I need you guys to check out Spit. It's actually a new podcast, um, and it talks about how we're actually all connected. And we have this idea that we feel like we're more divided. Um, and if you're tired of hearing all about the things that separate us, and you have to check out Spit. It's a new podcast from iHeartRadio with 23andMe, where they explore all things DNA and how we're all 99 0.5% genetically like that is insane. So the host sits down sits down with the biggest artists including John Legend, Pete Wentz, Mike Posner and influencers of our time to talk about how the world of genetic testing is changing who we are and the world around us. They explore a variety of important topics such as how science stacks up against the stories we've been told, how much nature versus nurture impacts who we become, the modern definition of family, genetics and race, outsmarting our genes, and a whole lot more. Make sure to check out full episodes now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so we actually have Elle from Mend in studio right now. This is, thank Hi. you for coming. And this is your third time. And this is the this first is time I'm meeting time. you. I know. It's so good to meet you. So good person. to meet you. And this is the perfect timing right now because I'm kind of, I mean, I don't want to make it bigger than what it is. It wasn't like, oh my God, I'm heartbroken over this guy. It was just like, I want to understand. Yeah. I think I want to understand the process of breaking up because I'm so used to um, having relationships kind of end, even if it's like a one week thing, a two week thing, um, you have those expectations. And when they're not met, you think I would be a pro at breakups, but I'm not, I still like, you know, I'm, I still suck at this. So what are some tips that you can give? Oh, well, it depends on what phase you're in. So are you, when was the breakup and, and what phase are you in right now? Are you in the really physical part where you're going through withdrawal or are you in the I more think like that's emotional? what it is. Okay. Yeah. When was it? This is a week ago. Oh my god, it's so fresh. Okay. Yeah. But I want to be so, like, come on, Vanessa, like sh- get it together. He was not like not a guy that I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to end up with him." It was a guy that I was like, "This is fun." And I think it was the first time that I was enjoying a casual relationship. Mm. Um but I guess like deep down I didn't want it to be, you know what I mean? Like cause I'm not used to that. Yeah, so that's interesting what you just said because it sounds like maybe you didn't even really want a relationship with him, but you're still heartbroken. Yeah. Okay, and so you're trying to understand that. Yeah. I I wonder if, um, do we have Dr. Jennifer Freed on the line right now? And if she's listening into what we're talking about. Hello. Hi, Hi Dr. Hi. Jennifer. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you all doing? I could be better. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing well. We're half heartbroken over here. So, um, Which half? Um, half of the heart is broken. I mean... Actually, not in time. It's just there's a little crack. You know, it's like it's uh, a mini heartbreak. Yeah, it's like a mini heartbreak. Um, so, Dr. Jennifer Freed, can you give us a little intro to what you do? Okay. I am a worldwide specialist in social emotional learning, which is about how to have healthy relationships. Additionally, I'm a psychological astrologer, 
And I consult with people around the world about all matters of the heart and soul. Okay, psychological astrologer. Can you get into details about what that entails? It means that I'm both a PhD in psychology and an internationally certified astrologer, and I combine those two practices so people really get (gasps) through an astrological reading to understand their patterns and their neuroses, but also their potentials and divine timing. I picked the right day to come. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so can we do like a little um, analysis on me? Absolutely. If you're September 30th, 1987. That is me, people. Just turned 31. Vanessa. First of all, congratulations. You finished your Saturn return. You're now an astrological adult. Do you know what that is? No, I've no idea. Everyone's like nodding in the room. I'm like, uh, I'm from Montreal. We don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) What what does that mean? Quickly, it means that the Saturn planet was in Sagittarius at the moment of your birth. And after 30 years, it goes back to that original position. And what we've learned through hundreds of years of reading is that when Saturn returns to its original position, which takes about 30 years, it means that you've completed a cycle of learning and maturation. And whatever it is you've learned will carry on for the rest of your life. Whoa, that's deep. So yeah, I've completed that cycle. Yes, you have. And now you're in a new cycle, and the one cycle that you're in that we can talk about is called Saturn square the moon. And when we have Saturn square the moon, it's when we experience emotional pain for the purpose of becoming more authoritative and clear about our deepest core needs. Oh, whoa. (laughs) So I'm in a process of experiencing emotional pain. Can you repeat that? I'm writing this down. Okay, Vanessa, you are in a process of experiencing emotional pain in order to get more clear and defined about your core needs. So Mm, you would never again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you You would never again pick an unsuitable partner who does not really get you at a core level. Yep. You, you're here to be deeply, traditionally loved. Yes. You yes, Dr. Jennifer. <laughs> yes, I'm going to start crying again. Yes, that's what I want. Well, you will have that. I have no doubt about it. It's just that this is not that moment because there's some material that you've uncovered around self-worth and feeling deserving of the kind of really supreme love you want. And I feel like you're going to, in the next six months, clear that crap out of you so that you can find the person that is really suitable for your future. Okay. So does that mean, does that mean I'm going to find someone in the next six months or I'm just going to detox from all of this garbage for the next six months? Well, I would put it to you this way. You want to be Thanky, clean, inside and out emotionally, so that you attract and magnetize toward you a man that can handle you, that can appreciate you, and is going to be a rock for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that sometimes we keep coming up against the same people yes. so that we, until we learn the lesson, right? So you were saying this person that you were just dating 
you weren't even that emotionally invested in it. It seemed like when you were dating them, Mm -hmm. but then you were still heartbroken about it. Um, And that's interesting. Do you think that he had any similarities to guys that you had dated in the past? Yeah, absolutely. So it's like a pattern, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The other piece of your chart, I'm looking at it, is that you have something called in your natal chart, meaning from birth, Venus square Neptune, which I happen to have also, so I'm an expert on it, which is hopelessly romantic. Your romantic ideas live in the heavens, not in clay feet. And so part of what you're learning, Vanessa, is that your extraordinary, magical fantasy life about romance belongs in TV shows and art and music. And you have to make room for real people to love you. Oh, so it doesn't exist. (laughs) It doesn't exist in the way you think it does. I live a highly romantic life, but a lot of what I experience is generated through my romantic lens, not through reality. Mm -hmm. It's a very subtle shift. It's like you are a manufacturer of romance everywhere you go. You can romance the grocery person. You can romance your slippers because you see life through this beautiful rose colored glasses. It's beautiful. It is. Don't ever, don't ever lose it. But when people are not that romantic fantasy that you've created, let them have clay feet and see how beautiful their clay feet are. The guy that you're going to really end up with is not going to be the sweep you off your feet kind of guy. He's going to be the guy that grounds your romantic fantasies so that you get to live them all out. Mm, I like that. And are you able to see into the future, like, what this guy looks like? <laughs> How specific you're getting. No, no. <laughs> I'm not that type. I don't do the future. Uh, I can tell you, you know, you're you're very sexy. I don't know you. I don't know anything about you to be truthful but i would say to you you're very sexy you're very alluring you're very charming you're very giving so the guy's got to have the goods i don't know what he looks like but he can't be some schlump Mm -hmm. well see that i mean the funny thing is if you line up every guy that i've dated no one looks alike Mm -hmm. i've dated half jamaican half chinese uh i've dated like tall short um like no one like physically no one looks the same but they're all very highly motivated people and extremely funny so so now that seems good it does seem good but then it's also leave room for are they family men because they know that you really want a family so most of them aren't that's the Mm -hmm. issue and i i think um when i start talking about how close i am to my family and i understand like i've my expectations now are a lot lower when it comes to that because it's hard to find someone who is as close to their family as I am, unless I date, like, strictly Italian. Um, not really opposed to that, but not, like, you know, super excited about that idea either. <laughs> um, so I think I need to – I think I know what my issue. My issue is, and I said this before, I tend to go all in way too quick. Mm-hmm. And, I, and if I like someone and I'll, I'll see potential in them, I'll want to make sure I can – try it out with them and see how far we can take it and try every avenue we can we can take to make it work and if it doesn't work then I'm like all right then I'm good on to the next do you fall in love with the potential of someone absolutely I romanticize relationships 
I, I'm very I, good self awareness, yeah. Vanessa. Yeah. This is this is like the beautiful part of heartbreak, mm-hmm. right? You're you're learning more about yourself and and what you want and what you need. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to. I want to start learning how to train my brain to, um, I guess, like get outside of that bachelor world, right? Because like that bachelor world is so like romantic and lovely and. You know, every date is perfect and you're loved and all of that. But in the real world, like you're saying, Dr. Jennifer, it's not like that. And I think I have a hard time. You know, if I'm able to do that, why can't a guy do that? Why can my well, lover do that? I can tell you that because the way it is in the universe is otherness attracts. You don't actually fall in love with somebody like you because there would be no purpose and no learning. So in your case, you carry enough romanticism for the whole world. So who you will end up with that you'll be quite satisfied with is somebody that actually loves and adores how over the top you are. But they are not going to be matching you on that. They're going to be receiving it and feeling grateful Mm -hmm. and feeling reciprocal in terms of energy and time and devotion. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to be hitting the high notes with you because that would crash. Mm-hmm. That would not last. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So someone, I guess, who has the same love languages as I do. Yes, but also just gets off on how freaking imaginative you are. Like, oh, bring that, Vanessa. Yes, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. But they're not going to be the initiators of that, except for maybe in a subtle, quiet way. You're looking for somebody that actually is very secure inside themselves and doesn't need to be fixed up. That's who you're looking for. Fixed up, meaning there's no fixing to do on them. I want to ask you a question about when you're dating and when you're meeting these guys. So you said that there's a pattern, not in how they look, but in in sort of how they are. Um, When you are on the first couple of dates, do you feel like you have a gut feeling about them and whether or not they're a good match for you and you decide to pursue it anyway? Or do you really feel like you don't have all of the information that you need and that's why you keep pursuing the relationship I think the issue that I have I'm very intuitive and I I like I'm so intuitive but sometimes I'm like oh you know what maybe it's just like I'm being crazy right now and I'm just Mm -hmm. gonna go with the flow and and not think too much into it but then my intuition after um, it either ends or they actually show their true colors I'm like I knew it all along I knew it from the beginning so then why is it that I decide to keep going with it instead of just ending it when I know I should end it. Right. That's my issue. Yeah. Well, that like, is an issue. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know issue. if it's an issue, but it's like, it's the lesson, right? It's like what you are aware of now, what you've learned. And I think the next step is actually acting on it. So the next time you're on a date and you have that feeling, it's not saying yes to the second date. You know, it's like knowing, trusting your gut that you know yourself the best and you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, and you know, look like gathering all of the information right. isn't going to outweigh what you knew from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That's a really huge lesson. It's, yeah, it's. I mean, I've learned that lesson just recently too. Um, so, I think it actually sounds like you've learned a lot. Yeah, I think with every person that I let into my personal space, um, I learn a lot about my strengths and my weaknesses when it comes to romantic relationships, interpersonal relationships with friends and family and all that, like it's solid. 
But then, of course, like when Dr. Jennifer was saying, like, I romantic, like, I love love. I love love. Yeah. It, there's nothing right. more for me. There's nothing more powerful. I love connecting with people. And that's even with, you know, family members or friends. Um, like, I truly value that. So I guess when that connection just ends, it's heartbreaking because it's a connection that you had. Yeah. And it's not yes, even necessarily it, yeah. about that specific person. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I would want to say to you that it's a beautiful, noble quality in you, Vanessa, that you allow yourself to dream big. And it's equally as tender and poignant that you cry a lot when the dreams don't materialize. Yes. Yeah. Because it's just a part of life that mm-hmm. we idealize things and they disappoint us. But in the end, wouldn't you rather be somebody that's being all the possibility and living in the possibility than being jaded or cynical. Yeah. And you think at this point I would be. I had an engagement that didn't work out. I've dated a few people throughout the year and it hasn't worked out for me, but I still believe in it. Yeah. I still I still want to find that love. And I remember I was talking to someone and I had gone through a breakup and they're like, your light is just dimmer. It's getting dimmer and dimmer. And they've known me to be this vibrant person who loves to love. And she's like, get back to that 16-year-old self that just was so youthful when it came to love and really believed in it. And Well, I, yeah. So I, get, I have a coaching direction for you, which is in these next few months that you're working on this, and you are doing great work with it, by the way. I commend you highly. Thank you. I, I would distribute your love more enthusiastically to strangers, to work colleagues, mm-hmm. to friends. Mm-hmm. Because it is your power spot. Mm-hmm. You will never, ever regret showering love mm-hmm. on ordinary people because that's what also makes your light much brighter. Absolutely. And, and your man is coming. I assure you that. Yeah. So if you knew deep down in your bones of bones, your husband's coming, it's not like it's an if, it's just a when then just act as if this is your last time in your life to be this free and single to mm-hmm. distribute non-romantic love to everyone you know. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I'm a special education teacher, and I love giving my students oh, that attention and that see? love. Yeah. That's um, so great. So for me, that's is it, you're, you're right on the ball with that. I, it's, it's something that it fills my, uh, my heart to be able to, you know. Yeah give that to other people. So I will take that. I'm actually, I wrote down a, a, a list of things that you said today, um, Dr. Jennifer Freed. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for all of your advice. Um, so I can't wait for the six months to clear and for me to detox and to find my future husband. Thank you so much for calling. Congratulations. Thank okay, you. Take care. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. Wow, guys. Wow. I can't wait. And I was talking to my friend. Um, we're at the wedding. My friend got married on Sunday. And we look at each other. And she's like, I cannot wait to give a speech at your wedding. Oh, Yeah. And because she's, she's seen, like, yeah. everything that I've gone through. And I guess for some people, it's like, oh, who gives a shit? It's a guy that you've known for, like, a split second in your life. Not a big deal. But I guess it's the idea. Like, you know, I guess it's the idea. I, I think I like the idea of him. Yeah. And, you know, he wasn't in like our world, in like the bachelor world. He wasn't part of the franchise or part of, you know, that industry. So yeah. for me, it was like, oh, it was such a breath of fresh air. But he he understood where I was coming from and, yeah. and he understood my needs. So I take away from that um, 
that I could appreciate a person for what they're bringing into the relationship and into for you know to better me um but yeah I mean heartbreak hurts <laughs> it does hurt and I and I think um you know even if you've been through it a million times it's still really painful yeah right? like people ask me all the time like oh you must be the breakup expert so you must just get over breakups really quickly and it's like no yeah that's, it's not how it works. Like it's totally democratic. Everyone gets heartbroken and it's still painful. But yeah. what if but, this guy came along mm-hmm. because he needed to show you this very important lesson or information and that's why it impacts you so much or you're so emotional? Right. Yep. Because subconsciously you know that like something's happening. Something's yeah. happening. This means something. Yeah. And then we just displace everything and we get it all jumbled. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was trying to figure out too. Like I... You know, I've spoken about this on my Instagram and stuff. Um, like, I sometimes I get anxiety. And this morning I woke up with a ton of anxiety in my heart. Like, I you could have, if you're sleeping next to me, my bed was, like, thumping. Wow. And I woke up and I'm like, okay, I just got to cry it out. So I cried it out. And I'm like, where is this anxiety coming from? You know, and I think it, it, it comes from a bunch of different places. Obviously, it comes from... Um, um, the, 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 the ending of the idea of something just yeah. sucks. Yeah. Right. And I think mourning it, the, the, the death of someone or the ending of mourning, anything is just, it's yeah. hard to do and hard to process. Yeah. It's grieving. I mean, even if you weren't in a long-term relationship with this person, you weren't necessarily mourning them. Mm-hmm. You were mourning the idea of what could have been. Right. Um, but I think that, I do think that the really big lesson here is that you do know early on whether or not that person is someone that you should invest more time in. And And that was my mistake because I said this from the beginning. I and I told him, too. I'm like, I didn't picture us being anything serious. You even said that? Yeah, I told him. (laughs) I'm like, I don't picture this going anywhere further. Yeah. But I think it's just like the way it happened. um, I'm very big on respect. So be honest and honesty just like it, tell me what you're feeling like tell me what you're doing tell me what you're feeling let's just like be two mature adults here and and be honest with it so i think that's where i was like i feel disrespected because you weren't honest with me i want mark to comment on this because i think guys aren't feeling what we feel oh yeah because absolutely. they don't feel what we feel as i get older i realize like we are really really different yeah the way they handle things the way they look at things they can do things like a light switch mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing we just have to accept that it's like, I always say it's like you're, you're speaking a foreign language. Like mm-hmm. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Or it's like trying to make a left-handed person a right-handed person. Listen, yeah. I t- do you think he's going to be, si- like, do you think right now I'm talking about him? I highly doubt he's sitting around with his friends out for coffee and be like, oh, so Vanessa, like, you know, I decided to end him with her because, like, uh, no, he's not doing that. He's probably watching football or whatever sport is playing on, right. a, it's, on a Tuesday. It's totally different. I don't know if that's true or not because I'm an overthinker. Yeah. And I tend to overthink and I tend to be a talker. So I tend to talk it out. I bore (laughs) my friends. I mean, this is all a long time ago now, but I used to really talk it out. My friend, my poor friend Kurt, oh my gosh, he used to listen to me whine about different girls over and over and over again. Like swingers? Yeah, a lot like that. (laughs) It was a lot like that. So I think that, um, I think it depends on the guy. Yeah. And I think Easton's probably a lot like me. I think he's an emotional guy as well. Yeah, I'm very in touch with my feelings, yes. <laughs> and that's why none of us are attracted to either of you. <laughs> that's probably right. No, but I, th- I mean, that so is true. a good point. But it does depend on the person, right? But I- and there are women that are not in touch with their emotions totally. at all. Right, like, yeah. I know. But it's Next. like, 
And, and the thing is, that I was say, I was telling Mark this before. I think I'm, and I'm making a vision board this weekend when I go back home. Oh, oh. good. And I'm gonna be more specific about the things that I want. Not romantically but career wise and I've been traveling so much and I've been, I lived in LA I was living back home and I, I kept flip-flopping and I want to feel more grounded with my decisions and where I am yeah what I if think... you focused on you there's a lot of like I need to figure out what I want I need to be specific about what I want what I need I need this I want this <laughs> what if you just is that how I look <laughs> you do it? a little bit <laughs> if you chilled and and knew what your worth I th mm -hmm. I've been Googling these articles because obviously I share like the same diseases that you have. <laughs> but it's like we are so unkind to ourselves. Right. So what if you just said, it's all okay. Yeah. Like that's what I'm just encouraging you. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, go make your vision board and write it down 87 times. And then <laughs> it's like it's so much pressure on you. Like you're putting pressure on you to make the vision board and like get it right this time, Vanessa. Don't screw I, up the vision board. I wouldn't know, like, but I wouldn't oh say that God. kind of pressure. I think it's like. I, I have a lot of self-love. I know my self-worth. I like um I I, I feel like I do. Mm. Um I just think even just career-wise, like there's a lot of things right now, there's a lot of opportunities coming my way, but it's like I'm not a hundred percent happy with that one or that one or that one. So I wanna be more specific with my intentions. That's all I'm saying. Like my vision board in, in terms of like, you know, planning things out, I guess, with, with what I want. I think you also have to be um just like the flip side of it, you also have to reject and say no and walk away from the things that aren't right for you. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's, you know, mm -hmm. the biggest lesson that you've learned out of the people that you've dated. And mm -hmm. so the next time you're faced with that. Oh, God. Like, there were are you so, going to be you guys, to walk away? There were so many signs. Yeah. There were so many signs. We just, we had, uh, he was very funny. We had kind of the same sense of humor, but he kind of went off sometimes with, his, and it was a little bit crude and uh, disrespectful. And I'm like, that. I'm not, like, I'm sorry. I'm, my Italian blood started boiling. And I was like, I'm not going to take that. And, mm. but then I did. I was like, I'm so stupid. Right. But I think that when you, I think when you do walk away from that next time, I think that's when you start being rewarded for, th for that decision yeah. making, you know? Yeah. And until you do that, I don't think the lesson is fully even learned. I have a so. question uh, for everyone in this room and everyone listening. So, okay. um, he actually, well, I'm not going to say he, but someone told me that they cheated on their significant other and then broke up with them, but never told them that they cheated on them because they're like, well, if I'm breaking up with them, what's the point of me telling them that I cheated on them? Oh, you guys agree with that? I agree with that. Oh, I was well, like, uh, what? There might be uh, okay, no, some I'm, diseases that are being spread around. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, I, I find it, if you know, and this is the thing, like, and I had this discussion with uh, Dean and Jared and like, I, I want to be the person that's breaking up with the other person, not the other way around. Because if you're breaking up with me, you've had time to think about it. You've had time to process it. And you have, you've had time to like, kind of get over it. And then you're going to break up with me. So why, so... You want, if someone breaks up with you, you want them to say, and by the way, while we were together, I cheated no. on No, okay, this is, okay, I think you guys are getting, I'm not explaining myself too well. I would. I feel like that would be helpful I just, I, I wouldn't cheat, first of all. Second of all, I'm saying, isn't that a warning sign that the person is able, if, is able to cheat 
on the person they know they're breaking up with. Just break up with them first and then go f- well, someone else. It's like you're trying to make that person that's breaking up with you like a worse person no, like, or something. Not, no, I think. Or if, vindicated in like, well, he broke up with me, but I didn't want him anyway. Kind of no, I, I just think it's a warning sign. If someone that you're Absolutely you're is. dating yeah. tells you this and you're like, oh, so wait, you're is it hard for you to be faithful? That's a major red flag if someone tells you that. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, oh, I cheated on her, then I then I left her. There's some black and white things. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? I'd be like, well, why are you telling me this? Like, okay, cool. Second of all, just leave her. And then there's plenty of women with open legs that you can run to. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Why do you have to do it before and then break up with so you're her? You're saying why cheat in general is what you're saying, right? Listen, not, not no. I'm talk about it. I'm saying, why cheat if you know you're going to break up with the person anyway? Right. Just leave because them. Because it's monkey branching. Like, they want they want to have something stable, and then they want to leap to something else stable, and they're cheating while this is falling apart, but they want to keep it going because they don't want to be alone. It's a fear of being alone. I guess. I don't even think it's the, the cheating thing. Like, I think you're focusing on the wrong thing. Like, you said, like, why would you tell someone that? Like, is that his game? Yeah. To tell the girl he's dating that he did that? That's like, I think you should have kind of ran... Oh, no, quickly, this is not, not with me. walked no, no, away. This is, not, this is not with me. No, no, I know, right. but what, he told you that, right? He told a, a it is like a, a friend. Oh. It happened to a friend of mine. You should run. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, not yeah, you should run. But see, and that's the thing. And I was like, I don't know if I should give her advice because I'm very black and white. So I would have been like, nope, yeah, like run. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody everybody has a different place on the spectrum in terms of cheating. But I feel like if that rubs you the wrong way, you just have to follow your yeah. intuition on it. I was like, that's, that's a major, that's yeah, it's a red fun. flag for you. Do you subscribe so. to once a cheater, always a cheater? Um, once a cheater, always. So you've never cheated on anyone ever before, even mm-hmm. high school, anytime, nothing? No, high school, I, I, my first kiss was like when I was 16, 17, 18. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I've never cheated on anyone. Okay. I think I have way too much guilt. Um, my, my, my uh, conscience would not, I would not be able to sleep at night. Um, so I've never personally cheated on anyone, and I I don't think I've been cheated on. But now I've heard a story like this that happened to my friend, and I was like, oh, what if a guy was breaking up with me and was sleeping with someone else the week before? Or even if he cheated on you and just never told and never you, told and then me. the relationship right. ended whenever so it ended. you would not want to know if your wife, if your boyfriend... It's cheating on you. I think it's water under the bridge if the relationship is over anyway. Okay. I would like to know if my wife is cheating on me. (laughs) In general. Amy, I hope you're listening. (laughs) I think there's a lot of black and white with you, which I respect. Yeah. Relationships for me are a whole bunch of gray. I know, and that's the issue. But that's the issue. That's why, like, I've had the same friends since I was, like, five. I've, you know, like, my fa- I'm super close to my family. I, like, I, loyalty to me is so big. Um, and then, you know, you start dating. And, of course, there's those areas of gray. And, listen, when I was on The Bachelor, we that was the first time I did therapy. And the therapist was like, Vanessa, you have to start learning to, like, swim in those gray areas. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. It's so uncomfortable. I can't lean into that. But I'm I, I'm starting to. I'm definitely starting to. Do you, when you start dating someone, is that something that you talk about? Like what your boundaries are, what you consider cheating? Nope. Like micro cheating? Because there's a nope. whole gray nope. area of micro cheating too. What's micro cheating? Micro cheating is like when it's not really overt cheating. Like maybe you're not. 
sleeping with someone, but you emotionally, are, yeah, like having an emotional affair kind They're of. They're on like, texting, like, like Tinder or Raya and stuff. Uh, it could be, yeah, like it's different for everyone, but um, I think everyone has a different measure of what what is considered cheating, which is why, if you know this about yourself, that loyalty is so important to you, and that's something that you really value. Um, that should be a point of conversation when you're starting to date someone. Like, what I'm does gonna that go mean on to a you? limb here. Okay, Amy. I think there's all sort of um, things that people need. And I think you have an immense need for certainty. It's hmm. like, okay, let me let me give you an example. When you break up with someone, do you look at their Instagram or their Facebook? Nope. So you don't? No. My willpower girl is so f***ing strong. That's good. But, okay, someone breaks up with you, do you have that why? Why? And um, what are they doing now? No, I don't ask what they're doing now ever. I actually don't care. And that's the thing. Like once once it's over for me, it's over. And I think that's where it becomes black and white. I'll never, ever go back to someone I dated because I'm like, listen, the timing Why? was. Ah, no, I'm like, oh it's over. God. I'm like, no, it doesn't. But what if in a different ex- time and place. Maybe years down the line, but no. Oh, my gosh. Is anybody else going to help me that she's very. When it's like if she loosened up, I don't know. I'm just. No, girl, I am tight. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Mark? I agree that maybe there is the time and place could be wrong for certain people. Right. Are there people from your past you pine over, like the one that got away? No. None. Zero. No. Wow. No, I'm all about moving forward. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. that. No. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I really don't. I, and listen, there's no, I, I'm not like, I'm lonely. I want to get, I want to be with someone. If I really did, yeah, I'd have a, I'd have a guy right now or I'd be dating someone that, that, you know, I dated in the, like, no, I'm proud to say that I don't like going back to people that I've dated and there's nothing wrong with that. What about, uh, so you've never had like a friends with benefits kind never of Never had a friends with benefits. Like, uh, no. Nobody just kind of, if you, a Saturday night, not even for the benefits that are typical, Saturday night, you need a date for something, there's a guy you can call. Oh, I mean, yeah, but nothing sexually is going to happen. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's too gray. Just for experimenting. Yeah, experimenting. let's experiment. Because like, <laughs> what we're doing is not working. So, what if you tried some of these things? What if you maybe just were a little bit more like, Maybe I'll just try making out with that guy. You don't have to be like. Oh, making out, sure, like, whatever. But I'm saying he's not getting in my pants. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's totally. That's totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what if maybe, maybe there's someone from your past that you call. To just, what? I don't know. Go out to dinner. See what happens. Uh, I tried that once, and I was like, we're just at two different places still. <laughs> Do you guys know that meme about going back to McDonald's stale yes. fries? Yes, reheating your stale fries. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was like so, recently on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that feeling. I feel like if you, if it didn't work the first time around, there is a clear reason it didn't work. Sometimes there are exceptions and someone has changed enough or the situation has changed right. enough, but it's an exception. Yeah, if it's, it's if it's really common. all about timing and it's like we're at different places in our lives, that's one thing. But if it's like, um, you know, he didn't want kids. I had an ex of mine. The love of my life didn't want kids. Like, yeah, I would. a little story. One little story. See, look behind you. See that girl, Tanya? Yeah. Her parents were married. Mm-hmm. Great marriage. Three kids. They got divorced. They were divorced for 10 years. They got remarried to each other and are the happiest couple you've ever seen. So I tell you that story. Tanya, can you come in for a second? So I tell you that story because, again, the world is not black and white. 
Right, but I mean, really ten years good. hasn't passed since I first dated someone. So well, you just said <laughs> you said the love of my life, but he didn't want kids. So what right. if you reconnected with that guy and he's in a whole different place in his life now? Oh, I did, and he's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Just tell the story a little bit because I want. I just want Vanessa to open her mind a little bit, and I think things could come to her easier. Uh, my parents were married for. I don't even know how many years before, but they got divorced, like fully divorced, like two separate homes from when I was five to, and then they got back together when I was 15. So they were apart for a really, really long time. They needed that time Mm -hmm. because I don't even know the details of like what all went down, but I know that it wasn't like a lack of love or respect Mm -hmm. and um, they got back together. I would never imagine them apart now. Like they're so in love, so happy. They've been remarried now for 10 years, 12 years more. Aww. And like, I can even imagine them apart. I mean, I have a friend of mine who has a similar story. She, her mom got pregnant. Uh, they were dating. Her mom and her boyfriend were dating. She got pregnant. She had my friend. And then they didn't talk for 15 years. And then they reconnected, had another baby, and are now back together. Mm-hmm. So I know it does. Listen, yeah. I but I'm saying like I wouldn't go back to someone I dated a month ago or someone right. I dated. You know, I would Too need recent. time to 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 process it and for me to be in a place where I'm I'm happy with. I like when I like being after going through a breakup or an ending of something. I like going back to that place where I'm like so good on my own. Yeah. And that's when and that's where guys end up like coming into my life. Yeah. I never knew I was going to meet this guy. It was I was at an event and we just like connected, but I was just right. at a really good place. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like on your path in your lane, just enjoying yeah. life and yeah. that's when things come to you. Yeah. I believe that. When how are you normally meeting these guys? So the ones that so, haven't worked out. I'm not on any dating apps. Okay. Um, Why? Not that I'm against it. Okay. I, I just, uh, I'm, I don't know. I think I spend way too much time on my phone to start off with. And I, I love meeting people not organically. And maybe this is what Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer <laughs> was saying, like, oh, I'm going to romanticize the guy I meet at the grocery store. But, you know, I, I think, um, I do think, Things happen for a reason and you will meet people for a reason. Um, so maybe dating app is my next my next way to go. I don't know. But, I think you should. I mean, we actually have a friend of mine uh, that's just sitting down right now. The lovely Brandy Cyrus is in the house. Hi, want- Hi. Um, Hi. Thank you for coming in. Actually, she's, you just I'm in L.A. You just recently, you got into L.A., what, yesterday or something? Uh, Sunday night. On Sunday night. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want you to come on and just, I'm like, let's bash boys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> you don't ask me twice. Um, so you're single. Mm-hmm. I'm single. And so around my birthday, I messaged Brandy. I'm like, I hate guys. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, this guy that I was talking to just send me, like, the most, like, generic happy birthday, not even a happy born day text message. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I just felt like a piece of meat for him after. I was like, Ugh. guys just suck. Yeah, they do. And I woke up to your text and it was like insane timing because one of my other really good girlfriends just went through like a horrible experience with a guy. Uh, um, and so I was just like, oh, what is this? Like, yeah. every time I start to think like I'm missing out by being single, all of my girlfriends start having like the worst issues with their guys. And I'm like, see, yeah, I, this is it. I'm better off. Yep. Better off. I know. And I've like, I, people have been opening up to me about like their marriage, uh, their marital issues or, you know, 
I've had a couple of friends now who ended their engagement a month before their wedding. Wow. wow. And I'm like, I'd rather be in my position and, you know, wake up with the anxiety that I have over a guy that I'm like, I know I was going to not end up with anyway than be in, in, in those positions. But it's, I think everyone has a story and we all are going through our own romantic issues, you know? Mm. Can you look back now? And I don't want to like, bring up a bad topic but look back on your engagement to nick looking back now yes. do you see are you able to have clarity on why it didn't work oh out? i mean i yes yeah a hundred percent so can we not try just trusting that everything's happening exactly how it's supposed I, to happen? I, listen i i i always say that um and i said this while i was on the show i said every heartbreak that i went through led me to being on the show, led me to meeting you guys, led mm-hmm. me to be, you know, like I do believe in that stuff. Yeah. I really, really do. But in the moment, like it stings. And I I'm know. like, I'm not someone that's yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to like not think about how I'm feeling and just go on with my day. I'm like, no, I'm feeling like this and I'm going to feel sorry for myself for five minutes and then I'll go on with my day. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, yeah, I think it's good to like definitely process all your feelings before you move on. But I do think that playing off what Amy said, there is something to say about like looking back on all my relationships, every single one, like the minute you meet somebody new, you realize why it didn't work out with the last one. Right. And so it's like, even though you don't have someone new right now, like you have to keep that belief that when you do meet the next person or the right person or whoever it is, that all the other ones that failed, it's going to make complete sense. Right. You know? So are you dating anyone? No. No. It's bleak out here. Although I did just move to Denver, a.k.a. Yes. Minver. And I'm very I know. about it. When you told me this, I was like, huh. <laughs> You're like, come that. come visit. I'm Please like, on the next I've flight. Denver is a good okay. place to be single. I moved there on Thursday and then had to fly here Sunday. <laughs> but those three days, even just those three days, are hot men everywhere. Really? Already, my mom came to help me move in. And we were leaving my apartment building to go see my sister's show. And this, like, gorgeous dude just was, like, coming in from a run. He was, like, helping this old lady with her pup. Like, we, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that's my husband. <laughs> like, he lives in my building. And my mom was like, you got to find out who that is. But, like, already. And then and I went to this, like, Your mom, party. by the way, is oh, just, like, best. I love her. I know. You got to get her on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she and then we went to a block party. And there's just, like, hot guys everywhere. I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. There are 19,000 more available men See? than women in Denver. Colorado. What? And that let me tell you, can, Nashville, where I'm from, is the complete opposite. opposite? Mm. There are no men in Nashville. Really? Can you, what are the stats in Montreal? Well, let me look I'm, into that. I'll okay, because I'm in Montreal now. I, first of all, I was in L.A. <laughs> worst Beautiful place people, yeah. but just the worst. If LA you, is rough. Yeah, L.A. is rough, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm course. not the only one. No, yeah. yeah, it's rough. It is. L.A. was rough. Now I'm back in Montreal, and I'm like, I don't Brandy's got a real good attitude, though, because mm. she's got complete, total certainty that it's all going to happen. I understand that. Ask If you would have asked me this a couple months ago, I'd have been like, yeah. But right now, I'm like, f*** you. You're, you're one week out of a breakup, exactly. which is why. Yeah. So you so have to cut yourself some I'm slack. a little bitter, guys. And you know what? I'm being honest about it. And I said, I want to be able to talk about this because a lot of people could relate to this. And they're, yeah. they're like, I don't I don't want to be ashamed to say, like, 
I was a little butthurt. Yeah. yeah. My ego was f***ing bruised, you know? Of course. Yeah. Um, are you, uh, Brandy, are you on any, on any dating apps? I'm not. So I was on Raya, Raya. Raya. Oh, you were? Stupid app is. Yeah, I was on that <laughs> for a while. Wait, why is it stupid? I, I might, I was Raya. about to go on. Well, it's like, it's like the running joke. Like people literally write in their bios now, like this is the app where no one talks to each other oh. because it's true. Like everyone will match with each other and no one will actually start a conversation or like actually go on a date. Right. But I did go I on to. I don't know to, if that's true. Oh, Elle went on a date off of Raya. I did go on two Raya dates. They both sucked. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Elle, I want to know about this date. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear about the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with the good. So I just joined Raya like a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, After like a lot of convincing and thinking about it. What theme song did you choose? Yeah. This is a big Do you have to have a song? You're right. I think you do, don't you? Too much work already. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, though. Someone's musical taste has a lot about that. Oh, yeah. Especially in your world, too. I actually think it's brilliant because you really get a good sense of the person. So, what did you choose to give us a good sense of you? My song is La Boa. It's very obscure. Like, no one's going to know that. La Boa? It's a Spanish song. Yeah. Do you want to play it? No, I probably don't have the rights, but still. And I've like I've mixed together pictures of like myself and then like chorizo burritos and like salsa. So there's like a vibe going. But that tells us a lot about oh. you. Oh, what did? What's yours, Brandy? My thought, my song. Yeah, it was TLC No Scrubs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good one. Yeah, I deleted the app, so I don't have any more. But that was it. <laughs> oh, so then I shouldn't um, go on. I don't know. I had a bad experience. Okay. I don't know. So, but Elle had a good one. I think that you you can have a bad experience on any dating app, yeah. right? But I think that. Um, I think that you should try one since you've never you've never, never been, been on it. I've never oh. guys. I was you on the biggest to... dating app, The Bachelor. Well, like, yeah, okay, but that's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. But I think you have to try. You just have to try it. You have to experiment. Yeah, you no, try I, something new. Right, I'm I'm open to it yeah. now because um, I guess I guess yeah. I know that you want to meet someone organically like yeah. you want to bump into them and you like drop something and like the whole meet cute from the movie like I get that yeah totally because yeah. I'm, I'm a huge romantic yeah. too, like too but. but I do think you just have to have like a lot of different irons mm-hmm. in the fire yeah you know you have to like diversify listen I said I was never going to do anything like the bachelor I went on it, it worked out for me for a short yeah. amount of time so like app maybe is like nothing for next you. is the dating app I'll have so many good stories for you guys if oh, I go on dating apps yes. I'm going to do it just for the podcast that would be great <laughs> I have Montreal's uh, stats oh, there God. are more women than men in yeah. Montreal yeah. and a sizable gay male community uh, which also gotta, makes it tough gotta to yeah. find you gotta move to Denver yeah. Yeah. girl I'm I'm com- I am coming to Denver you gotta come visit also me. think about the guys that are attracted to Denver like exactly. what they're See, like, what they're They're into. like men, right? They like, like cowboys and, and they stuff. They dogs and like, yeah, it's Sturdy. my kind of guy. They like sports. Yeah. Ben Higgins. I think, wait. I don't think he fits <laughs> any of the things we just said, but yeah, Ben Higgins. Well. <laughs> wait, who, so, but you have a lot of friends in Denver too? I do, yeah. Yeah, so you were saying that your childhood friends live in Denver. It wasn't just like, I'm moving to Denver because no, no. there's men. No, long story short, I went a year ago because I'd never been to Red Rocks. Uh, a friend of mine who's country artist was Ooh. playing Red Rocks. And I was like, oh, great excuse. So we went and hung out for like six days and I loved the city. And then I've been back like five times since then. And every time I was there, it's the only place I've ever been that I was sad to leave. Usually when I oh. travel, like I am so ready, ready to, go, to home. go home. And every time I'm in Denver, I'm like so bummed and want to stay. So I was like, you know what? I'm just wow. going to do it. Six, I gave a six-month lease commitment, and, like, I'm going to try it. Why not? Yeah. And, and your work That's allows awesome. you to do that, so. I think I'll actually work more. There's more nightclubs and stuff there to DJ at. Oh. And, um, I, don't know, I just think it's a better scene for me right now. No, I've never been to Denver. Where is Denver on the map? It's, like, in the middle. 
Sorry, guys. I'm Canadian. Well, like exact middle. <laughs> I oh, it's in the mid. So it's the Midwest. Is that what it's called? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Like okay. The, the All right. Let's talk Rocky about Mountains. let's talk about relationships. I'm would better at that. Ever, would you ever move? Yeah, I'm so open to that. Yeah. I'm so I'm open to moving. I'm open to long distance relationships. I'm open to a lot of things. I'm gonna be open to threesome soon. Not someone from her past. Not someone from my past. Someone new. Someone who's very loyal. Yeah. And romantic mm -hmm. and funny. Um, so, Brandy, do you have any fun, like, dating stories you want to share? Oh, man. It's been so long since I've been on an actual date that I can't even. Really? Like, uh, my last real date, honestly, was this Raya date, and it was awful. Like, what I, was that? Yeah. yeah. Why, why? I mean, I How much did you talk awful. before you went on the date? Oh, like, not at all. Like, it was like we matched, and, like, I, I was just so impressed that he actually was like, hey, let's get coffee. Because most of the time you match with people on there, and then it's just, like, silent. It, yeah. And no one ever speaks. So I'm like, all right, well, at least this guy had the balls to ask me out on an actual date. So, and it was in L.A., so that was, like, red flag number one is he lives in L.A. <sighs> and red flag number two was that he looked like either, like, an Instagram model yeah, or, like, no. something like that. And no, I like, listen, I, I, like, I like dad bods. Like, if you I have, know. no, if you have a six-pack or even a two-pack, I don't want to see any packs on you. <laughs> one pack? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> one <out>. Nothing. <laughs> uh, anyway, he was, like, way too good-looking. I was like, this is a bad idea. But So I went to coffee with him. Literally, I don't think I got a word in for an entire hour. Like, oh. all he did was talk about himself. He was from Germany, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, he just talked and talked and talked. Didn't ask me anything. Like, I so self-absorbed. Like, mm -hmm. never asked me one question. And so then after an hour of that, I was like, I really got to go. Like, I got to oh, be somewhere. Terrible. I hated it. And then the next day, I was with um, my manager, actually, and was telling her about it. And she was like, wait a second. What's the guy's name? Oh, God. And so, like, I looked back and looked it up. And she was like, a girl in our office just went on a date with this guy and it blew my mind because one of the things he told me like and he volunteered this information he was like yeah i've never been the kind of guy that can like date multiple people at once like i just don't understand that concept he said like, that yeah he was like i don't know if this is like an la thing or people date multiple people at Liar. once yeah and then i find out that he was dating a girl in the office of my my manager's office like at the same time listen She's and just been out with we him. were Ugh. we so we uh, on our last episode we were talking to um Susan Chambetti, who does, like does investigation and stuff on guys that you dated, who she actually Ooh. emailed me. She's like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to know anything. <laughs> um, but the, you don't have. I feel like you don't have to go looking for information. It just ends up showing. You know, yeah. the more you look for something, the more you're gonna find something that you don't like. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the universe will always work in your favor if you're in it for the right reasons. It sounds like I'm on the Bachelor <laughs> episode, but it's true. Like you'll you'll uh -huh. end up finding out what you need to find out. Yes, um, totally. Have you guys found celebs on Raya? Because I know Tanya matched well, with Josh yeah. Groban. I mean, that's, that's no way. She did. Yeah. She's like C-list celebs. That's yeah. okay. That's fun. Anybody that we can name? Um, I, I, when I was on it, I matched with a lot of athletes, which I know, but like, and I, then I found out later a buddy of mine that plays for the Grizzlies. I was like talking to him about it and I was like, why are all these athletes on this app? And he was like, oh, because a good friend of ours, that like everyone knows started the app. So oh, I'm sure that's yeah, what he's asking. Yeah. I know the person that started it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I was like, and oh, I messaged okay. him like, Hey, I think I'm ready for Raya. <laughs> he's like, all right, send a new application. Um, actually speaking of athletes. Oh, Dancing with the Stars. There was this um, football player that it was Trio Night. Trio. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh, Rashad Jennings was there. Dude, he's hot. Oh my god. He's hot. He's beautiful. Yeah. And he was there with. Uh, he wasn't. He, it was the other guy that was the Dancing with the Star guy this mm -hmm. of this season. But Rashad danced with him. Rashad was oh, the guy that cool. did the trio. Oh. Let me tell you, that dance. We were all like. What? <laughs> Layers? Is take he single? Uh, I have no idea. Rashad did really well on his season. He, right? won. He, he won. He was okay. on Nick's season. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, every time I was like, Rashad! Yeah, yeah. No, he's super hot. I think he is single. He's I want to say he's single. He's a beautiful human being and so sweet. Good, good choice. Professional athlete. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Known for long. He retired. No, I'm just saying he's just like physically, like, no, he's, he's gorgeous. Yeah. not go with the professional athlete. I highly recommend the rock star. No, <laughs> I, I've never, no, I'm not going to date a pro. I'm just saying he was very, it was good looking. I feel like a retired professional athlete, though, is doable. Am you I think? wrong? No, I everyone's know. like, no. They're like, no. I feel like, I don't know if they're not actually playing anymore and they're kind of a has-been. Maybe they're like a little more down to earth. <laughs> Got money in the bank. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's all yeah. crapshoot, so everybody just chill. <laughs> you know, like, wait, are you single? I'm single. Yeah, she just went on a riot date. You should yeah. set each other up. Each other up with yes. Because I think that's the way to do it. Well, I obviously. Have, about it, yeah. I have a really good person to set you up with. I've I've actually been thinking about it. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> Wait, with me? At least one, if not Does he have two. a brother for Brandy? Yeah, right? I actually don't know if he has a brother. Okay, but I'll take him. But <laughs> <laughs> I love but you, Brandy. I will find out. <laughs> um, and if so, you can make it a double date. How old is this guy? This is always my first question. He is, okay, because I, I think I agree with what maybe you're saying in between the lines which is that guys aren't really ready until yeah yeah later well also i'm um, old so and everybody like i always have to set me up with these guys that are you're like not 24. old stop like, not hello old. you're my not, age you're not old i feel very old i feel i say that I'm, too yeah. i say i'm old too but i when someone else says it and they're I'm, my age i'm, I'm like no older than both of you i'm sure no you're not you don't i don't look feel it. old how old are you i'm i'm 32 oh <laughs> okay cool. yeah no i'm 31 okay. i'm 31 yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> what was I going to say about this guy? Oh, about um, age. age. Mm -hmm. He's 42, which oh. in oh. my mind is like a really good age. Wait, who, for who's women. 42? The guy you're dating? No, no the guy that I want to set with. Me? What do we think about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You said my, you're open. Yes, I, you want totally. Family. Totally. You my thing loyalty. is, yeah, my thing is, I've dated guys usually that are old, be, yeah, between like 35 and 39 or four, even 40. And I'm like, if you're still single past that age, there's something up. Yeah. No? I don't, I don't no. agree with that so Not much. True. No, I'm saying there's something up in terms of like commitment. Maybe, but here's no. here's my reason for, for when, as when you get older is when you're that age, you're so set in your ways and you're so comfortable with being single that I think it's it's got to be very hard to change your lifestyle right. to accommodate somebody else. Listen, that's just how I, because the older I get, the more I feel myself slipping into that direction. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I don't know, I'm so set in my ways. A hundred percent. the way it is, and I like mm -hmm. it the way it is. And I, I like my time alone. Myself, yeah, exactly. Like, all these things. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the longer yeah. I'm single and the older I get, the harder I can see that it is to like let somebody else in. Right. Here's a question we've discussed on the radio show before. If you meet a guy and he's 40, which is more desirable, divorced or never married? I think divorced. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it totally depends on the person. Because there are some 40-year-olds who have just been so focused on something else. Like, they prioritize something else right. in their life. And I think um, I was just talking to a guy friend who uh, got married later in life. And he's such a romantic, but he was just focused on other things when he was in his 30s. And he described it as like men are like avocados. They're like not ripe, not ripe, not ripe, not ripe. Then they're like really ripe and they're ready. And they're just like right there with you. And I think some I men are that. like that. Mm. Um, so I don't think it's a bad thing if they're single and they're 40. 
at all. I, I'm open to it. Yeah. Yeah. Divorce isn't it. bad though. No. Divorce isn't bad like either. I feel like they learn a lot. Yep. They learned a lot of lessons. Uh-huh. Yes. And they committed. Yeah. For me, like, I'm not saying I don't want kids, but I could, I could go either way. So to mm. me, the idea of somebody that maybe has oh. kids and like I'm the cool stepmom is really appealing to me. <clears throat> that's a good. That's a good thing. So, the, if I didn't want kids. I don't think I would want, I don't think I'd be like, oh my God, I want a relationship. I want love. You know, I'd be like, I'm good. I'm like going to focus on other things. Well, that's interesting. I don't really. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I would put as much, I don't think I'd put as much pressure. Just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, I really could, could go either way with kids. Like I, I just been a point where I'm just not sure. Like I'm not confident enough to say like, I don't want them, but I definitely, it's not. And you come from a big family. I know. Maybe that ruined me. (laughs) (laughs) Those four younger siblings ruined me. Um, But that's why like, I don't feel like a time, like a time pressure on it. Right. But, and, but like actually my last like real actual boyfriend, like long-term relationship, he had a kid. He had an eight year old. Um, And I loved that. I loved it. We didn't have him all the time. We had him half the time. And like, I was the step. You know, the cool, like, step-parent right. almost in a sense. And, like, bought, bought him gifts that there I saw him. Yeah. And he just, like, loved me. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, I really enjoyed that role. Is that sad, though, that you're not part of that kid's life anymore? A little bit. Yeah. The, bre- mm-hmm. the, the breakup was the hardest because of that. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you feel like you have a time crunch because you're only no. 31? No, I don't feel like See? there's a time crunch because, guys, I thought by this age I would have been already married with kids but and didn't all we that. all think that yeah I yeah remember, oh. i feel like we were brainwashed as children but that's what i'm saying think, i mean at least in the south for me oh girl i'm italian yeah Texas, like yeah so. you're just like my f- everyone's married my friends like are are one of my friends who's married she's like you know vanessa like it's time it's time i'm like stop like you just had your baby you're not even in your 30s yet like i'm so happy being in the position i am right now like i don't envy anyone's life mm-hmm. i'm not gonna Start comparing my life to someone else's life. I'm really happy where I am career-wise, where I am, you know, like everything. I think it's just you meet someone and it's like, no, 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 no. It's like, oh, like, come on, just one. Prove me wrong, you know? Yeah. But no, I don't don't feel there's a time crunch. I definitely want to have kids. I want to have kids before I'm 40. Would you be a stepmom? Yeah. You're fine with that? Yeah. And also what you just said about only wanting a guy for the purpose of having babies. You've also said that, today I'm, right. that you're so romantic right. and you believe in love and all these things. Right. I believe in I believe in the fa- the unity of family. The family unit. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because I come from I come from like my family's everything. You know, we spend every Sunday together um, having moved out to uh, L.A. for that year. I was back home in Montreal once a month. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm super mm-hmm. close to my family. And you're super, Brandy, yeah, you're yeah. super close to your family, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I, yeah, I, I think I want to have a relationship because I want to be able to have those babies. And I mm-hmm. want my babies to have the father that I had. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do yeah. you find that it's hard to find somebody that fits into your family? Yeah. Because I definitely yeah. have that problem. Yeah. And, and it's like, this is going to sound terrible, but one of my siblings, significant other, my mom just the other day was like, I just don't feel like they fit in. I just don't know. Oh, I don't oh, want this. Hard. I don't want this to work out because I just don't feel like it fits. And it's, but it's, but it's hard because we're so tight and so close that when we do, we all get together. Like if you can't keep up and you can't hang, it just, oh, it's absolutely. Just not, that is not happening. Absolutely. And my family's a lot to keep up with. Same so to mine. sum it all up, I think the three of y'all need to chill. And what we're going to focus so on now Amy. is yeah. how to keep our necks looking good uh, so that whenever <laughs> we find that person. I actually brought it for you, Amy. So we actually have um, a makeup artist on 
the phone right now, who's a friend of mine who did my makeup for Justin Cody's wedding, Spencer Barnes. Wait, your makeup looked bomb. Yeah, thank you. He's he's a magician when it comes to makeup. Spencer, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Thank you. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So I posted that picture of us, and everyone was like, I'm so happy you found love, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> we swing the opposite ways, by the way. So I was like, that was hilarious. That's the best you've ever looked. Yeah, no. But so I met him when I was hosting E! News, and he did my makeup, and I was like, damn, I look so good. I'm going out tonight. And I went out that night, and I was like, yeah, I need Spencer for... Uh, all like, my events whenever I'm in LA. Yeah. yeah. So we. So I was actually talking to Amy about this. Uh, the you have this new line that just came out. He actually filmed. It's crazy. You're out here in LA. You're based in LA, but he came out to Montreal to film um, this new product that he just launched. Um, and it's the. It's. Can you actually go into detail? So I don't want to screw it up. Oh, you're fine. Absolutely. Yes, I was in Montreal filming some collateral materials about my new product. It's called the Facial Instant Sculpting Wand. It's a follow-up to my also pretty new product, the Next Sculpting Wand. And they're both designed to instantly lift, firm, and tighten as they super hydrate and, de- and deliver incredible nutrients that help rebuild and regenerate collagen, which is the look of youth that we all are so you know, much after keeping and maintaining. That's amazing. I mean, it's it's such an interesting product because usually we think of our face and we kind of neglect our neck and our neck as an extension of our face. And I always talk about yeah. like washing our face at night. Um, you know, people ask me about my beauty routine and stuff. And you actually use this on my face for the wedding. And I did feel like a little bit of a you use it around my eyes. We didn't do the neck one. I haven't tried that one yet. Um, but I've seen the the before and afters on your Instagram page. And it's incredible just the results that you get from this. Yes. People are loving the way that it works, and um, many notice uh, instant results, but also as they use the product over time, they develop and build more and more results. So it's designed to give both immediate and long-term uh, results. So, so on a scale from 1 to 10, how's my neck looking? <laughs> Is that the issue? Is that why I'm single, Spencer? <laughs> Hardly. You know, the neck is an area that I wanted to bring attention to. And you're right. We have so many cool products and, you know, little micro procedures for the face. But the neck area has been too long neglected. It's, it's a, a part of the body we move the most and it houses our voice and our throat chakra. So I thought if there was a way we could really target this area, it's got thin and fragile skin that's more, you know, prone to showing the signs of aging and also sun damage. So this product was something that was a labor of love. I worked on a couple of years to help women and even men everywhere work on this incredible area that we move all day, every day. I see all those celebrities rubbing that thing all over their neck. As I swear, Amy was just, you were, I don't know if you noticed, you were rubbing your neck like five oh, seconds yeah, ago. I've seen Angie Harmon with that thing on her oh neck God. and Julianne Huff yeah. with that thing on her neck. And I'm like, what's <laughs> the deal? Uh-huh. Why is this all on my Facebook? And why? Yeah, you messaged me like at midnight last night. I was like, why is everybody rubbing this thing on their neck? And is it, is there any like side effects or anything? No, weird? it's like paraben free. It's like, there's all like these, it's all organic. Is it organic? Yes, it's 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 mostly organic. It's paraben free. It's gluten free. It is uh, free of any harsh chemicals or preservatives, and it also is cruelty free. We don't have any animal testing, and it's also fragrance free for people who have you know allergies with fragrances and things like that. So we've made it as as consciously and friendly as possible. And you're right, there's people are using it, you know, even in their 30s because. We know that prevention is so much easier than, you know, doing serious corrections. So there's really no time that's too soon to start taking excellent care of your skin.
Absolutely. Well, Spencer, where can people find us? It's really easy to get, and we ship anywhere in the world, but also free shipping in the U.S. It's right on my website, SpencerBarnesLA.com or SpencerBarnes.com. Amazing. Spencer, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for making me look bomb on Sunday at the wedding. Um, you were so much fun. I'm glad you had a great time at the wedding. It looked like uh, everyone had uh, a marvelous time celebrating that special union. It was. It was a beautiful wedding. Thanks again for calling in. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. What a wow. cutie. He's on, so and he's sweet. so, sh- like, in person, he's so striking. I remember when I first met him, I was like, <gasps> who is this guy? And then they're like, Vanessa, he's gay. And I was like, oh, man. And he's such a sweetheart. Like, you, cool. his energy. His yeah, no, his his energy is just infectious. So this has been, I feel like it's been a, let's shit on Vanessa today. No. But I hope, I, I hope everyone tuning in and i posted this on my instagram if you're single i hope you're listening to this um i hope you learn something from my mistakes and from what i'm going through heartbreak is a real thing even if you're dating someone for a split second i mean there's three of us here three beautiful i can call myself beautiful is that weird but three three you know like amazing women and we're all single and we're all going through the same stuff so i wanted to say a big thank you to El Huerta from the Mendap. This is the third time you're on the show. I love having you, and I'm Yay. so happy that I met you in person Thank today. Thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. Huerta. Um, Jared had for, struggled. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Well, how did he, how did he say it? I don't Huerta? remember. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and for my friend Brandy Sias for coming in, Dr. Jennifer Freed for saying that in the next six months, you know, some magical stuff is going to start oh. happening for me. And for my dear friend Spencer Barnes, um, you can check out his neck wand on his Instagram account. Brandy has a podcast. I do. Um, Recording later today with Wells. Okay. Wells Adams. And what's your pad- podcast called? Where can your we find you? Thing podcast. You can find it on iTunes and all the things. Um, yeah, Wells is awesome. I was actually going to say earlier, Wells is a great example of like, if he had never gone on The Bachelorette, yep, yep. he would have never met Sarah. Yep. And they're so cute together. And they're so and they cute just, together. I think they celebrate their first one year one anniversary. Year anniversary last so cute. Night. Yeah. So and cute. where can we find you on Instagram? At Brandy Cyrus. It's Brandy with an I. Follow me if you like horses and bachelor people. And if you're in Denver, and if you're in Denver and you're a single dude, (laughs) hit her up. (laughs) If you're the hottie in my apartment building. (laughs) (laughs) And you can obviously download the Mend app if you're going through a breakup. Um, Elle, you're an expert at this. Thank you so much for joining in. Thank you for having me. And uh, please join in next week, and hopefully I will suck a little bit less at dating. Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 